Welcome to the Real Joy Community Fellowship Morning Dive, where we take a deeper dive into our weekly Bible studies. Welcome to this week's episode of the Morning Dive. My name is Clark. I am the Director of Education at Real Joy Community Fellowship. I'm glad you're listening. In this week's Bible study, we looked at the 12th chapter of John's Gospel. And in this chapter, verses 27 and 28, being our study passage this week, we see Jesus uttering a prayer that is reminiscent of the prayer that he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. I'm going to open this week with a comparison of both passages. First, our study passage from John's Gospel, verses 27 to 28, chapter 12, says, Now my soul has become troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And in Matthew chapter 26, verse 39, we see Jesus pray in the garden. It says, He went out a little beyond them and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. I read both of these passages because in both instances, we see Jesus deeply troubled as he looks forward to the cross. And in the garden, he says, Let this cup pass from me. And in our passage from John, He's recorded as saying, Father, save me from this hour. The sentiment is the same. In both cases, Jesus has become emotional at the thought of what he's about to do on the cross. We must remember that Jesus is 100% God, but he's also 100% man. And in his humanity, his, his trouble is revealed in these passages. Is he overwhelmed? Is he doubtful? Is his faith shaken? I don't think so. Rather, our text says Jesus is deeply troubled in his very soul. Have you ever been troubled? I am confident that if you are listening to this right now, that there have been times in your life when you have found yourself deeply troubled. You may be troubled by something right now, and I would argue that Jesus can identify with our troubles. When Jesus faced the prospect of the cross, we need to understand the magnitude of what he was facing. Jesus was going to bear the cost of the sins of the whole world. Every person who has ever lived, past, present, and future, Jesus is taking their punishment on the cross, so we shouldn't be surprised that he is deeply troubled in this moment. The author of Hebrews wrote that Jesus can sympathize and empathize with us because he understands what we're facing. He understands because he faced trouble 100 times what we will ever face in this lifetime. And in our passage from John, as in the garden, I believe Jesus is role modeling how we as believers should face trouble. Notice how in both passages, Jesus immediately surrenders to the will of the Father. 
In the garden, he says, not as I will, but as you, the Father, will. And in our passage from John, Jesus says, but for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. In the midst of deep trouble, Jesus is most concerned with his Father's will and his Father's glory. Can you say the same? In sharing his emotions with his disciples, I believe Jesus is teaching them about the cost of commitment to the Father's will. You see, if we are truly committed to the will of God, it means we will eventually be asked to submit our will to his. Warren Wiersbe says that in the hour of suffering and surrender, there are only two prayers we can pray. Either, Father, save me, or Father, glorify thy name. And too often, I think, we cry out to God to deliver us from our troubles without considering what his will is in a situation. We ask God why he's allowing unpleasant things to happen to us, but Christ is teaching us that our prayer should be, Father, through this suffering and through this pain, glorify thyself. Now in verse 28 of our study passage, God the Father answers Jesus audibly. A voice from out of heaven says, I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. The Father answers Jesus' petition out of heaven audibly. The Gospels record three instances of God doing this. The other two were at, at Christ's baptism and his transfiguration. The synoptics record those events, but only John records what we read in John chapter 12. In this instance, a multitude hear the voice of God. In all of these cases, in all three cases, the purpose of God's voice was to authenticate Jesus as God's son in a dramatic way. And in all cases, the voice had some connection with Christ's death. You see, God had already glorified himself through the incarnation and through the ministry of Jesus, and he would glorify himself again through Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension. As Jesus submitted his will to the Father and voluntarily sacrificed himself on the cross, God was glorified. Likewise, I believe he is glorified every time we as Christians submit our will to his. When we are able to stand in the midst of trouble and turmoil and genuinely pray for God to be glorified through it and for his will to be done, we are following the example of Christ and God the Father is glorified. Perhaps this is why James, or, or what James was thinking of when he wrote, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. James says, consider it pure joy when you face trials. I'm saying that when you face a trial as a Christian, when you find yourself hurt and troubled, there is an opportunity in the midst of that to glorify God if we follow the example of Christ. 
pray and ask God how he may be glorified in the midst of your trouble. Sometimes I think God might be trying to teach us something or tell us something or grow us. James says that it's through trials that we find maturity. Do you believe that? Do you believe that when you're facing trouble, there is an opportunity to glorify the Father? Jesus sure seemed to believe it. So brothers and sisters, when you face trials, the way you face it matters. And I hope you'll think about these passages the next time you find yourself troubled. I hope you have a great week. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, come join us in person. Wednesday night at 6.30, we have multiple teachers. Right now, we're working through the Gospel of John. I think you will enjoy yourself and grow a little bit if you step out in faith and come to church on Wednesday. Have a great week. Bye. can see us on the web at real-joy.org. You'll see our sermons online. You'll see our activities calendar there. Come out and join us in person. We would love to have you. Have a great week, everybody.